welcome to Ghost Talk. I am your ghost host, Paul Rusnak. Get ready as I take you on a journey of unexplained stories, dealing with the paranormal, supernatural, out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, ghosts, medians, legends, UFOs, folklore, and more. Today's episode, we're going to look at witches. Long before the witches of Salem, Massachusetts, there were witches in Scotland. The Salem witch trials occurred in colonial Massachusetts between early 1692 and mid-1693. More than 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft, or the devil's magic, and 20 of them were executed. Since I will be visiting Scotland later on this year, I reached out to one of the tour leaders of Burkett Tours and asked him, when did witchcraft become a problem in Scotland? It was the mid-1500s when the persecution of witches became a mania in Europe. On the continent, witch burning went through the roof. Sorcery became a capital offence under Scotland's Witchcraft Act of 1563. So what was driving this mania? Well, in times of religious upheaval, political instability, economic hardship, crop failure, the frightened citizens cast around for a scapegoat. This time, the authorities were listening, and it was witches who were blamed. Now, Scotland's king, James VI, took a personal interest in witch trials, and this added fuel to the fire. He believed himself to be a victim of witchcraft, and in 1597, he actually wrote a book on witch hunting called Demonology. In the end, Scotland's witch mania lasted well over a century. During that time, hundreds of people, mainly women, were identified as witches and sentenced to be strangled to death and their bodies burned at the stake. And that happened at sites such as the Castle Esplanade, down on the Grass Market, and at the Galilees in Leith. Ultimately, by the 18th century, the religious reformation was settled in Scotland and the land became peaceful and stable. The educated elites, while still believing generally in witchcraft, began to question the accuracy of the proofs of witchcraft and the evidence that was being brought to court. And by 1736, the Witchcraft Act passed by Parliament repealed all laws against witchcraft and the mania ended. Today, you can find a small well on your way to Edinburgh Castle that honours all of those who were tried as witches. Is there any one individual witch that has their own story? Today I'd like to share with you the story of Lilias Addy. In 1704, in the coastal town of Torreburn in Fife, people thought they had a problem, a toxic witch problem. In the early 18th century, life was so short and uncertain that people turned to religion and superstition to explain their misfortune. Lilias Addy was a poor woman in her 60s. She was accused of being a witch by an inebriated woman, Jean Bizet, and another neighbor. Lilias was arrested and imprisoned at Dunfermline. She's been questioned, or should I stay, tortured seven times over the following weeks and finally confessed to being a witch and having had sex with Satan 
He was wearing a hat, she said. He had cloven feet, like those of cattle, she said. Lilias died in jail, just a few hours after her last interrogation. She might have committed suicide, whether to invade death by burning at the stake, or maybe to die by her own hands as the last refuge for dignity. Lilias Adi's story is one of thousands that are reminding us of the paranoia-induced frenzy of the time. So what's so special with Lilias Adi? Because she died before being tried and burned at the stake, it was believed that she would come back to haunt the good people of Toriburn. A witchcraft belief, belief was that Satan could reanimate his worshippers after their death so that they could come back, revenir become revenants and fight the agents of the church. So instead, Lilias was buried on the beach at Toriburn in a humble wooden box they wrote between high and low tide marks. And then they added a large stone slab on top of it to prevent her body from being possessed by the devil and rising again. That's what's special with her story. It is the only known witch's grave of this type in Scotland. The bones which usually ended up in ashes survived. Lilia's grave was robbed in 1852 and then her skull found its way to St. Andrew's University Museum in 1904 after the university photographed her skull that same year, all known remains of Lilias Addy went missing. But in, in 2017, a forensic artist of Dundee University used the century-old photos to digitally reconstruct Lilias' face, giving us a glimpse of the only known Scottish witch in history. We hope you enjoyed this episode on witches. This is your ghost talk ghost host Paul Rusnak wishing you a good evening and a good night. Blessed dreams.